Hey there, listeners. This is Rich. Now, today I'm bringing you episode 22 and the final episode of the first chapter of Return to Faradon. This is also going to be the last episode where we're using the playtest rules. Second edition is out and we are quickly getting ourselves up to speed. So when we start chapter two, we'll be using the full second edition rules. Go ahead and listen to this latest episode as Haytham gets in a little over his head. He decided to bargain a little with the uh, Church of Asmodeus, and well, <laughs> here's to hoping he makes his way out with his soul still intact. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. Well, uh, party members, it looks like you guys are on unfamiliar territory on the next day. You are safely inside Port Holbeck. There is no immediate combat around you, and you seem to be left to your own devices. So, um, once again, when everyone wakes, uh, Asherian is once again already setting out by a fire has gathered food for everyone else and is staring deeply into the fire with a necklace out that has several, just dozens of little wooden slits coming out of it that he's going through and rifling through one at a time. A little heavy on the salt with these eggs, but they're fine. I didn't make them. (laughs) (laughs) You go talk to Dobbs about that. Is it like a rosary bead sort of thing that he's doing? No, they're long slits that are... They're very thin on each side. They're very long. And on each end, there is a brass cap. Now I thought it said egg whites only. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted gluten-free bread. This is like only day four of this, but everyone is already (laughs) accustomed to a Shurian bringing breakfast. Mm -hmm. I guess. Here's the chat. Probably. (laughs) Uh, What do you have there, Shurian? A lot of memories. I can see that. Are they inside the necklace? No. <laughs> Riveting no. conversation. So strange, neat. <laughs> <laughs> strange design there. What's with what the little brass caps? Are? Anyway, <laughs> over easy is great, I guess. <laughs> Prefer more gravy, but if we're talking about it, no. But in a way, I guess they all are. You know, to be honest, we don't really know that much about each other. Well, he, <laughs> Father Becker is the chosen one. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, now that's just a rumor. <laughs> Let's be cautious here. Okay, we'll start new. Well, what, what is there to learn? We've got man from college straight out trying to be hopeful. We've got you, a Navy man, who should probably stick to the sea. And we've got a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're getting <laughs> a little testy this morning, aren't we? What were you going to say about me? Noble uh, priest adventurer? I, I assume that's where you were going with that. I was going more lines of long a past murderer, but... <laughs> I, I didn't kill anyone. Oh. Have, that, you, that, have that you actually man... tried eating breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> you're not your same when you have... <laughs> you're not the same when you're hungry. He looks like Joe Pesci, and then he eats his breakfast, and he's back to Sheeran. Yeah, I, I hand him like a Who wiggling kobold. May actually look <laughs> energy remarkably drink? similar to Joe Pesci in the first place. I pray to Joe Pesci. Yeah. 
Well, we we hope that your mood improves later on today, but uh, do we have any anything we wish to accomplish? Yeah, what do you guys want to do today? Shopping montage. <laughs> uh, okay, shopping. Well, I mean, what are you guys looking for? Where do you want to go? We all bought new clothes. The end. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adventures of All podcast. It's been exciting. Do, do, do. Huh. Uh, we could try to see if anyone's interested in these coins. I don't know if there's much of an economy after five days. but uh, oh. and, and you guys will know that there wasn't much of an economy to begin with. And after the battle, there's probably a lot less. But that doesn't mean people won't be interested in such a rare artifact. Were you tracking any of those coins? Because I wrote down a couple batches. A couple batches of coins. Fresh from I, mean, I, I seem to recall there being numbers, but I seem to recall there being twenty gold coins and fifty silver coins, and then also thirty gold coins and another fifty. All right, so what I've got fifty right GP right. and what'd you say? How many silver on your list? I've got a total of a total of fifty gold and a hundred silver. Did we find a hundred gold at one point? I don't think we found that. See, much. I don't remember Could if I like only wrote thinking. down the first two times we found it, or like. Yeah, know. yeah, we we found a hundred gold in that one place with the the things and yes, the, mm-hmm. the monsters. I do remember that plus three shield of super blocking. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, the the animated one, the mm-hmm. one that, that floats in front of you, and you don't have to use a the one with the, the that actually talks and it has mm-hmm. the cool voice that Richard does. Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead, Richard, do it. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome, dude. Uh, you like, know, under pressure, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he says. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> his his catchphrase, <laughs> delightful. All right, scallywags, where where are you guys headed? What are you doing? How about we seek out that merchant? Yeah, yeah, let's get that resolved. That's true. I gotta get shit from him because I'm curious. Surely he'll be in the market district. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, without much trouble, you guys are able to locate him. He is over in. uh, When I say district, I mean it's pretty much at this point completely unbuilt, but it is an area that has been marked off uh, near the top of the stairs as the warehouse district. There are no buildings there yet. Uh, some things slightly under construction, but mostly just a little bit of land clearing. And you find him over there. He is looking over land that apparently he has recently purchased. Cheap? Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is where the Moon Mall Trading Consortium is going to be putting its first warehouse. And he is there along with his two guards who you recognize from before. They also seem to be in a little, little better shape now, uh, having a few days to rest and repair as well. But there he is. Do they look like they're chock full of XP? <laughs> Go on. I'm just asking. Uh, and so he's still wearing the the same uh, outfit, like the. Oh movie. no, no, no! He has he has a compl- completely different outfit on, although a very similar style that seems to be his. Right, but he but he does seem to be still representing the company whose ship we blew up. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, interesting. I was yes. saying fifty fifty myself in terms of whether he was. And and you the Moon Mall Trading Consortium, like that's big enough that probably everybody has at least heard of it. Um, they're, they're, they're fairly well known. It's a, it's a big outfit. Yeah. So Jacques Dar, he, uh, he sees you. He says, oh, friends, come, 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 friends, come. You come. Yeah. And he's motioning you towards him. We need to talk about lawsuit for you blowing <laughs> up my ship. <laughs> it's fine. I had insurance. Mm-hmm. How, how, how can I, how can I help such fine friends? Uh, you were holding a letter for me, weren't you? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, well, I could have that back. Uh, oh, thank you course, very much course, for holding course. it. He, one of his guards is carrying like a satchel and he goes over, rifles through the satchel, finds it and gives it back. Here, you, yes, you, you take, you take, you alive. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're alive. I am also very happy I'm alive. Mm-hmm. 
Because ship go boom. Very fun. Very sad, but very fun. Are you going to be okay financially with its loss? Oh, yes, it's okay. It's only one ship. It's only one ship. And now we have legend. Mm. Mm, legend worth money. Ooh, very worth going. I immediately sign a sponsorship deal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, as a hero of Hallback, uh, Port Hallback, uh, perhaps we can um, uh, do some sort of um, deal, you know, make a public appearance. Oh, with yes, a new yes, stock yes. Offering. Wait, wait, first, first, first. First, you, you are heroes. You are, very, you are very big heroes. And you do service for me. You you take and you save Port Hallback. You do that for me. You do that for service. So I must pay you. Se- oh, gotcha. Seems logical, yes. Sounds very we, reasonable. Well, we could think possibly, although if you insist like you are, apparently. He's been possessed! Stab him! <laughs> ah, got him like a fish. I'm building up generosity, so he wants to... My employer is well. very generous. We will pay you. Um, and he goes over again and rifles through, and he comes out with like a little... Uh, there, there's a piece of cloth with a couple things rolled up in it. If you unroll them, there are two wands on the inside. Oh. Yes, you tell me before you you want healing and I not have it. It's not here at the time. It was in it was in my chest so I get healing and now this is what you request and I give it to you. I I, I have to be honest. I think that this is a, a tremendous gift and uh, I look at the rest of the party and I say um, you know we will pledge to use these to uh, keep us all uh, intact. Oh as, yes, so thank you. God. That's very that's oh. very my bones still hurt from the neck down. <laughs> the shockwave, the concussion of the blast, has still probably done much internal damage to your organs. I'm certain I've bled internally in the last 48 hours at mm-hmm. least. Yes. Wait, mm-hmm. we said it was like three days. So. Yeah, it's yeah. in the fourth day since the battle. But look at you, you're level five now. <laughs> a slap on the back, a bruise immediately appears <laughs> yeah. in the shape of your hand. I didn't hear no, so that's canon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, um, that's very kind, Jackdaw. Thank you. Uh, you, at some point later, we'll kind of just uh, give this to you. They are indeed wands of heal, level two. Oh, Ooh, great! Full, full charges. Mm. You know this up front. So yeah. maybe maybe one for the father, one for Sherian. However you oh, want. Oh, that's to, right. Yeah, Sherian. Can, yeah. However you want to distribute them. You can use that, right? Yeah. yeah okay. We'll split them up. So yes. So I am very happy. Uh, was there more? You want more from Jacques Dar? Possibly a business interest. Uh, are you Ooh. able to deal in old coins? We have a collection of Feridian coins. Oh. Oh, do, do you need a moment you, to yourself? You, do you have? You have? I look. I look. What was that thud? Hate them. <laughs> <It's gonna> say, <laughs> he's sitting under a table and it's levitating. Right now. <laughs> yes, I've, show, show him the coins. All right. Uh, there seems to be about uh, uh, fifty golden pieces and about a hundred silver pieces of all Fridian currency. You um, you give them to him. I mean, yeah, like, not all I'll of let them, him take a look. like a sample. You let yeah. him take a look. Yeah. Uh, so he pulls them up. He pulls out of one of his pockets. It looks kind of like a monocle. And he begins looking at it. And you very quickly notice that the monocle is magical in nature. Uh, very, you know, it's very obvious. Uh, so he is looking it over. Uh, and he comes back and goes, yes, yes, you, you wish to sell. They're Perhaps. Not, uh, well, we hadn't actually discussed it, but... I imagine we could use the resources. Do you wish to keep some? I would. I would buy. I will buy all you have. Uh, an enthusiast of uh, old Freddy. Oh, this would, this would be very valuable. I oh, send this out on ships all over the world. People will buy this. They will use it. It's very valuable. I will pay now. All does the eyebrow like that's fine with him. They're like that's way too easy. <laughs> Why yeah. the uh, monocle? What? Uh, 
What did that tell you your bare eyes couldn't? Oh, I buy many things, many things. This, it helped. It tell me so much about the thing I'm looking at. It tell me if it's uh, magical. It tell me it's how old it is. It tell me uh, what it is made of. I can see all of this with my eye. Fascinating. What did it... <laughs> Does that work on people? Mm, uh, no, not, uh, not so much. Good. <laughs> I, I can see the scholar over there. You, you appear to be drooling. There's some salvation <laughs> right there. It's a pretty cool item. I mean, yeah. yeah. What's my sleight of hand again? <laughs> <laughs> so, Plus tell zero. me, how much would you like for the coins? I don't know why he just suddenly went German, but he did. <laughs> tell me. Uh-huh. You, vi- you will sell the coins? <laughs> <laughs> so The French guy turns German just spontaneously. I, I make you offer. Okay, I make you offer. I give, I give you, I give you this, and he he pulls out some uh, some gemstones, hmm. and he says, uh, "I only one ship here, so I have not much yet." And well, that ship, he kind of looks over <laughs> at the at the, the harbor. <laughs> He's uh, it'll be a while. And you guys actually, when you look out there, people have already begun the task of trying to remove pieces of the ship. So it's going to take a little bit, uh, but it is a high priority to be able to reopen the harbor. But he says, uh, so I, um, I have not much, but I have these. And he's got uh, some coins, or some, uh, some gems. And he tells you, he goes, these, these are very, very valuable. These each worth uh, 50 gold pieces. How many are there? Four. So, so it's not too, so we had, we had about 100 of the silver. Mm-hmm. So essentially 10 gold to about 60 gold. Uh, yeah. that we're converting into 200 gold. That sounds like a pretty good deal. That's not bad, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm hoping that we'll find more of these, but uh, uh, w- would you object if, uh, as a memento of our adventures, I kept one of the silver? It's okay. It's okay. okay. You keep one. You keep one. How about uh, you throw in another gem and we bring any future coins to you first? You give me first offer for anything you find? Uh, the coins for now. First offer for more coin. Yes. And you want one more gem. Yes, that seems reasonable to me, doesn't it? To you. There, there might end up being other items besides gems, or the coins that we might uh, end up uh, bringing by you first. Uh, he, he looks, for the first time he looks, you know, normally he's kind of over, overtly happy and smiling. The first time he stops, he looks very serious around the room. You, you must understand, Jack, even with these recent events, our team is not here for defense. We're meant to go there. And he, like, points out to the wilderness to find what's out there. Ah, uh, yes, yes, you adventurers. You, you, yes, yes, of course, of course. You will be wonderful trading partners. You will bring me many things and make me very wealthy. I give, and he, pull, he pulls out another uh, little gemstone, and they're rubies of some sort. Yeah. And he pops one to you. He says, very good, very good. And you know, anything you sell, you come to Jacta first. Coins first, but anything else, I will be happy, happy to make you a good deal. We will, we will become very wealthy. We will sell relics. It'll be fantastic. Perhaps if you find something out there, and he points to the sea, that uh, people like ourselves could use, we could be very good friends indeed. Mm-hmm. Once a warehouse is built and trade will come through, I have many items for you, and you will be my best customer. This is where we quit the campaign and open a shop in Texas. That's right. <laughs> it's not going to be an economic game. We immediately <laughs> right. reinvest those gems <laughs> in, into cheap land. If you reinvest them, you don't have to pay taxes on them. <laughs> you know, I, I just have to say that, uh, you know, 
of all the people whose uh, possessions I have blown up, this is the nicest I've ever been treated by by them. This fellow's he's all right. How often does it happen? <laughs> oh, let's, let's not go into that. But he's, the point is, he's been on a few ships that didn't didn't make it after. That's him. my fourth attempt to get to Faradon. <laughs> not bicker and argue over who exploded who. Mm-hmm. You should have seen the god I used to worship. Uh, we didn't into that. <laughs> explode him, explode face. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a terrible god. <laughs> the god of explosions. <laughs> Random Ooh, explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have more for Jakhtar? Or no, I mean uh, we you know, we'll shake hands on it, and I I think that's a fair deal. Okay, he is. He's very happy, and he goes back to his business. So we start selling uh, Noiki sandals. To, you know, <laughs> just make it happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anywhere else <laughs> you want? Uh, anybody else you guys want to go see? Anywhere else you want to go? <laughs> we don't even like. We could we take some time to explore? We literally have no clue yeah, about this town. We walked up the stairs last time, and the guy's like, "You, you're hired. Follow me." And we're like, "All right." <laughs> That's uh, true. I think I had like, I like got one good. Ah, the sea <laughs> air on my in you, my face, and you know, then after you just stop vo- vomiting from seasickness. Yeah. Don't don't you want to read our resumes? No, it's fine. Get, come on, get on the car. So you guys want to explore around, and you're able to do so fairly easy. Now at this point, Port Hallback is more map than town. Somebody took the effort to carefully lay out major sections of the town. Uh, some roads are kind of in place, but a lot of them are just markers. The intersection of the town is probably the most full. Uh, you know, you guys remember you came up the stairs. There's kind of a, a semicircle that creates somewhat of a marketplace and center area of town. Uh, and then there are some main roads that kind of run out from there. And then there are, I say crossroads, but they also kind of continue the semicircle around. Some of the sections, like I said, the what's now the warehouse district, there's nothing there. Uh, there's been a few excavations started, and you can see people are looking to do things. But it has been completely just set aside. The Some of the residential sections seem to have the most... Uh, construction and a lot of them there is just tents. It's still at this point in time with you know people marking out where they want to put things. Um, and there are some other larger constructions underway, but at this point there's not a lot that is complete. Some people are building businesses. There are at least a couple of inns that are partially finished. A few other businesses uh, that are kind of underway. So this is very much a town in building, um, but at the same time it's mostly empty. And it was even before the battle. Is there someone that appears to be in charge of the largest build crew? Um, I mean, theoretically, yes. I mean, we've been working, like, especially me and Ashurian have been working with local populace to do mm-hmm. cleanup. Could we have met somebody that's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm in charge of a build crew? Oh, absolutely. Well, you guys were out doing your work. You met a number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them are, at this point, significant enough of an NPC uh, for me to have written up. Well, but uh, if you want to know people, sure, absolutely. Oh, I'd like to go talk to one. Okay. Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, once again, you are the heroes of Port Holbeck. Mm-hmm. And during your time helping out there and during uh, other people's time in the infirmary, you guys met a number of town folk who you would recognize by sight and probably even know their name. Uh, I mean, as far as any specific significance, but you can definitely go chat to people. What ho, Rob? Rob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> Can I fix it? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? <laughs> uh, it's good to see uh, the crew's back up and running. A curious question for you. Right. Oh, what's this question? Uh, I do. I do terrible accents, but I'm going to do them anyway. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a lot of that in this uh, podcast, then, yep. isn't it? Yes, it is. Has all the residential zoning been spoken for? Oh gosh, no, no. There's plenty, plenty of land, plenty of land. What's uh, what's the average house cost? It's cheap. It's real cheap. Uh, I, I don't. I, honestly, I don't know. I know you have to, uh, at this point. You got to register now. Now that there's like a council and everything. Uh, you know, before it was just kind of climate and 
and talk to people. But now there's a council. You got there's like paperwork and everything. And I, I, I think it's I think it's a matter of just silver, maybe a gold for the larger lots. But if you promise to build on it, uh, I, I think you can have it. What does your crew cost to build a maybe nice four bedroom? Well, we all tied up for now. And lots of lots of lots of building. I'd have to quote it for you, but get get, get one together for me, would you? But a four bedroom house that's that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know. I mean, just spitballing here, but I could, depending on how nice you want it, uh, of course, it's not going to be real nice. We ain't got a lot of materials. But, right, right. Um, you know, I could put you something together for maybe uh, 50, 60 gold. Haytham, rock me. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, take a ruby out and, like, you know when people, like, flick coins yeah. with a, a snap of their fingers? It's like, pow. Grabs it and, like, takes one of the 50 golds, which I got no problem saying is, like, my share. Mm-hmm. And is like... Get this done. I'll I'll get the paperwork done when you get time. Yeah, I mean I I, I can't just throw on my employers. So I got to finish up this job first. But, right, right. But this is is like a down payment. The, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, we're gonna be on this one for a, a month or so. But after that, as far as I'm concerned, you're next. Very well. Very good. Thanks, Rob. Okay, so uh, we do need to get one other small <laughs> thing out of the way since you guys are kind of exploring around because you will notice it right away mm-hmm. uh, because it simply was not there before the dragon well no not the that. stench <laughs> there is a about four story approximately a hundred foot square building that was not there yesterday but it does now exist in the town it is solid black seems to be made out of possibly basalt and it is over in what you guys know as the religious district Asmodee, a uh, bit Asmodean, doesn't it? And it, it's just simply there now. Rob, you've got to be shitting me. You're gonna put me back order for a month, <laughs> but you can get a rush job done on this piece of shit. Uh, Mate, if I could do that, I'd be—I wouldn't be here. I'd be wealthy and sitting on an island sipping tea. I mean, if you could get that done, I would probably throw another one of those rocks know. at you. I, I'll be damned if I know. Well, actually, I probably would be. Damned <laughs> you would, in fact, done. be yeah. damned. Exactly <laughs> correct. I mean, at that, that, that Temple, she she just showed up overnight. My crew came out this morning. There was it wasn't there last night. But literally erected by the forces of hell, there were, were bound uh, souls and devils involved ain't in nobody, its construction. Yeah, ain't nobody saw it, but there it is. You can go ask him if you want, but I ain't. So are we all officially citizens of an Asmodian state now? I feel like we glossed over that a bit. No, you you guys As- know you wouldn't be. Um, and if you know about the pact, the uh, Asmodians aren't allowed to essentially own territory. Now their their temples are extraterritorial, meaning they own it and only their laws apply inside the temple. Diplomatic but, immunity. It, yeah, it's <laughs> essentially yeah. Um, diplomatic immunity. But, right. but they're not allowed. Krugerans. They're not allowed. To, <laughs> nice, nice reference. They're not allowed to own uh, or rule any specific area. They're not allowed to own. Uh, land or territory outside of their temples. Uh, th- this is all outlined by the, by the pact. But they, they can offer their services here. I know it's a little imposing, mm. but this is actually a good thing for the town. You know, I yeah. find brutalism is underrated, to be honest with you. So so think Devil's Advocate. Uh, I think the movie, you know, where Al Pacino, the devil, comes back as, a, you know, he's a lawyer. What, do you, what does he do in the modern day? He runs a law firm. The Asmodians in the Mirrored Lands, that's kind of the role that they fill. Uh, they are the, the evil corporation slash law firm of the realm. Big emphasis yeah. on lawful, minor little emphasis on evil. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> At least in the public face. Oh, they're Wolfram and Hart. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. A, that's a fairly good uh, fairly good way to look at it. They're kind of there. 
Yeah, yeah I, f- I figured as much as they showed up at some point. It, but as Moody, it's never a question of if, it's when. And, and you guys know that any city or town of any size has a temple of Asmodeus. Um, you know, of varying sizes. Some of them, I mean, larger cities, the, the temples are just massive. Caliban has one. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's oppressively big. I mean, that's that's big temple. Well, I, for mm. one, welcome our new Asmodean overload. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that, but that's kind of how the pact got formed. <laughs> People are like, oh, we're all going to die. Asmodeus is like, I'll help you out. And they're like, well, uh, Opa! <laughs> <laughs> think of it this way. The pirates will think twice next time and like all their taps the building. And then like hurts his hand on the way. <laughs> By the way, there it, there is a front door. Well, you know what they say about the devil you know. Let's, let's go talk to him. I'm, I'm curious, actually. Uh, I have to admit. Um, I've, I've seen, of course, the temples in other places, although um, <clears throat> I t- generally tend to stay away from them. I, I can assure Generally, my business dealings with religious folk in the past have strictly avoided the Asmodian uh, parts. Anyway, let's go inside. Never robbed the corpse of one of those before, have you? Oh, goodness. Why, we're, we're <laughs> just full of piss and vinegar today, aren't we? <laughs> members, I see. Uh, so the front, large front double doors are uh, unlocked. You can just open them and walk right in. Uh, by the way, there is no, um, there's no plaque. There's no sign. There's no description of any sort. It's just a building. There, there's no need, though. Yeah, it, <laughs> everybody knows what this is. Uh, so you walk in, and there is a, a, an impressive-looking foyer, finest marble floors, expensive, expensive paintings on the walls. Um, everything looks impeccable, although for the most part, it is very for the lack of a better phrase, hygienic. You know, there is not a lot of flavor in the, the look here. It looks like that typical law firm where you walk in where like everything is just power colors. Sterile, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. sterile is a good word. But there is indeed, there is a young man, Look, at least he appears young, who is sitting at a desk. He appears to be uh, busily working with some papers, although no idea what it is that he's doing with them. He notices you guys walk in and he's dressed uh, for lack of a better phrase, impeccably. This is the medieval version of the power suit. Uh, so very bland, but very proper and very tailored very well. He's like, gentlemen, how may the Temple of Asmodeus be of service to you today? Good morning. We have uh, a couple of questions. Uh, one, is this where you would go to register land for purchasing a house? Or is that the council set up elsewhere? Oh, no, of course, temporarily it is here. Mm-hmm. It is part of the negotiations for the temporary council. They are meeting in the meeting room, not today at the moment, but they are indeed meeting in there. So I believe there is a dignitary who awaits for you, should you need to see them. They are, of course, they're building their own building, mm-hmm. uh, but it is many months away. So the Asmodeus, uh, the Temple of Asmodeus has offered the services of our fine building. Well, that's that's very kind of you. The town appreciates it. Oh, quite right. Does the high priestess have a um, space here in the temple? Oh, yes. This is, in fact, her temple. Hmm. Uh, d- out of curiosity, did the temple formerly reside elsewhere and was brought here, or did it, um, or was it constructed here? It, it 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 is the lady's temple, so it goes where she goes. Oh, I see. That's a uh, convenient there. Um, <clears throat> we had the. Uh, opportunity to meet her upon her arrival uh, on these shores and help direct her to this uh, location. Um, if she was available, we thought we perhaps might uh, check in and uh, and um, express our appreciation for her assistance in uh, driving back the pirates. Of course. She's aware you're here. She will send for you when she's ready. Oh, excellent. 
Excellent. Well, then let's meet. Oh, I'm sorry, Shirin. What? Uh, so Shirin, whenever he walks in there, talking in the background, he walks over and makes sure to smudge his foot on some of that nice clean marble a little bit. <laughs> takes, out, takes out his old pipe and empties out some of the old ashes straight onto the floor. Starts cleaning it out a little bit and then lights a new a new pipe in it. Mm. So, sir, if you'd like us to help dispose of this vagrant, we'd be happy to do so. We don't know him. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys do? There are chairs to wait there if you want. There is also the meeting room next door, if you so choose. No, I get the feeling that there was a dignitary and the priestess? Uh, yes, those okay. are, the, the dignitary is in the meeting room outside that he pointed to. The priestess will send for you yeah. when she's ready. Uh, Alder's got no clue who that is, <laughs> so he's very interested. So prepare to be underwhelmed. So if you walk in the meeting room, there are indeed a couple of people in there you don't recognize. Them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one man in the middle who appears to be somewhat in charge and two, for lack of a better phrase, scribes uh, nearby. So he says, uh, gentlemen, may I be of service? Yes, the j- man out there said you wanted to see us. Ah, yeah, uh, no. The, I, oh, he did, huh? Um, you have business with the city. I'm the new clerk. Ah, excellent. Yes, we do, in fact, need to purchase a plot of land for residential. Have you ever marked out your plot? Uh, we have not. Hmm. We can um, go do that. He motions to one of the... One of the scribes, and he brings over a book. He opens it up, and it's got like the maps, and the, you know he's rolling them out on the table, and you know the, the it's like a plot map, so you know they're marked when they're available, and they're able to give you prices. So uh, pick out your lot, and uh, and uh, here's the forms, and he let you know they lay out some mm-hmm. forms. They're they're tedious, but fairly straightforward. Blah 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 blah. You agree to abide by the laws and. Establishments of you know laid down by the free city court holdback, yada yada yada. Alder looks at like Assyrian and then looks over at Haytham and tries to pick the lot furthest away from the temple. <laughs> 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 what what do you all think? No, no, no it seems like a fine choice there. Yes, I, I strongly agree with it. Although the size of this temple, the shadow will will affect every. <laughs> it will fall oppressively over every building <laughs> in town. Tell time and, by it, and mm-hmm. and there's plenty. Of, I mean, because the building, while although large for Port Holbeck, is really only like said about four stories yeah. tall. Uh, so you can get several blocks away, and you'll be fine. And the lots go from anywhere from about one to three gold pieces, depending on how big of a lot you want, and like where you know the corner lots are a little more. And so on and so forth. Something where we could get a little privacy, maybe. Now, you do know that a lot that you will be required to pay taxes on these lots. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the uh, what the lot costs is pretty much what the yearly taxes. So, like a one to three gold? Yeah. Man. They get you, man. They, they get you, man. Hey, gold's a lot of money for most people, you know? You know, if you, if you reinvest that. Actually, as the home of the heroes of Hallback, I was going to have it declared a historical site. Therefore, it should be tax-free. Yes. <laughs> Future historical site. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are able to spend some time. Uh, Alder, you are, you're buying a plot. Mm-hmm. Anybody else buying a plot? I mean, you, the forms are here. It just takes a little while to fill it out. Uh, if not, you can come back at a later date. I think the implication that was that this is going to be a comp, a group. Comp yeah, yeah. This is the frat house for the boys. All right, man. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Well, I boys, don't know. boys, boys. Uh, somebody yes. might want to uh, uh, buy another one. So you, uh, oh, go ahead, well, Shireen. Coast, uh, Shireen's going to check out and see if there's any um, coastal land plots. Uh, you know, there are a few, but not very many. So around the port, one side is pretty much all warehouse district. Uh, the other side is something of a commercial district. There is some land as you get further out. You know, more, more along the coastline, but those are those are very pricey. This is where people are building manors, their large lots. So those lots actually get 
all the way up into the you know, 30, 40, 50 gold pieces. I, I do have a question. Mm -hmm. In one of the maps that he pulled out, um, are any of the, uh, I wouldn't mind looking at the one for the religious district uh, and mm -hmm. seeing what sort of, um, what sort of uh, plots are already um, spoken for and uh, if there's any sort of indication as far as um, what faiths have, um, have yeah. marked their territory. It's easy. There are two. Mm -hmm. The one you're in. Uh -huh. <laughs> the Temple of Asmodeus is, is marked there. Uh, there is a, a plot of land that has been purchased by a um, for the Temple of Tardis. Hmm. Okay. So you guys remember the Halandra, the paladin. She is a paladin of Tardis. And if you were to investigate a little further, it wouldn't be hard to figure out that she is indeed the one who bought that plot. You thinking about buying a plot of land, Sean? Well, it, it seems that, um, you know, I don't know, maybe premature. Who am I to, <laughs> who am I to think of starting? But we're here. I'm flush with cash. Um, maybe a small plot in the religious district. Which which uh, which of the uh, which of the gods do you follow? Are you going to develop it, a faith of your own before you start converting? It, it's a mystery. Yes, sir. That's why I'm asking. No, it's a mystery, <laughs> sir. You're not being helpful. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it's a great and mysterious god. So which one is it required? It is, in fact, uh, for it to be in the religious district, it has to be one of the recognized religions. Oh. Is, and that is in the rules, or just a tradition that you've made up on the spot? No, no, it's right. And he, you know, oh well, wait, no, look, it says it right there. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty obscure faith. You wouldn't have heard of it. It hasn't yeah. really gone mainstream yeah, yet. I was, was going to say, it's, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 I think pitchfork religious hipster, it soon. hipster is what I was trying yeah. to say. <laughs> I forgot the term. There's plenty of land available in the street nearby if you just wish to be near the divine. Is it going to be a zoning issue later if he wishes to open a temple at that time? That would be a matter for the council. Mm. Yes. Maybe a maybe a spot nearby. That sounds good, yes. Okay. Uh, so there's several available. Uh, once again, most of those are the more expensive ones for in town, but still at the same time, three, four, five gold pieces would get you uh, a, a pretty good plot of land I, right over I'll, there. I'll do it. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> in, in Father Becker's mind, he's thinking it could be a center of worship. It also could be a center of profit hmm. well and at this point in time Old keep in mind die hard but i'm not revealing that to my companions that you know you can buy land just to have staked your claim so basically right. now it's yours you don't have to do anything with it now as a matter of fact you already see that quite a bit where a lot of land has been sold and they're, they're you know essentially sitting on it all the reaches into a pocket and, like bites a gold coin father faith is putting your money where your mouth is and like he flicks it toward the father Oh, gosh, my first official donation. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Would the rest, I look uh, expectantly at the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sharon slowly raises a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, yes. that, uh, that is not uh, legal tender here. And I look at the scholar. There'll be a library in the church. I lie. <laughs> An L-I-E library. That's right. Library. That's right. The library of Port Hallback. Right. Oh, God. So I was told there would be books here. Enough about that. Please come to services. It's a library, idiot. Put your money in the box by the door and leave. Uh, I, do, you, do, you do, do you donate your coin, Haytham? No. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put down the gold. So while that happens, uh, you guys notice a uh, quasi uh, flutter into the room. Friend, friend of yours. <laughs> no, not this one, anyways. <laughs> he uh, flies in the room and very quickly says, um, Hatham Hallward, you have been requested. Please follow me. What? What? Yes, right away. The priestess requests your presence. And Alder winks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Just as expected. I you think you, so you he think, and the, the quasi flutters out of the room. Do you follow? Yeah. Okay. She's he, going to break him in ways <laughs> he can't fathom. He thinks he's got bruises now. Lucky devil. He like turns <laughs> he like turns back down the hallway like two thumbs up, big smile, like hey. And they're like, he's gonna you know, We're never going to see him again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What was that guy's name again? I think I can hear the screams of his of his dying dying torturous. Oh God, no! Oh God, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so outside in the foyer, there is a set of double doors in the back of the foyer. As the quasi approaches with you, the doors open. Uh, you follow him through. There is a small hallway, and there is a large, very sturdy door at the end of it. And sleeping lazily nearby in front of the door is a rather large hellhound. Uh, the hellhound doesn't even bother to look up, uh, but that door also opens and allows you guys entry through into what is a, a fairly nice office. And unlike the rest of the temple that you've seen so far, this is a lot less sterile. has a lot more color, uh, has a little more panache, so to speak. And you notice the artwork is far less bland. Uh, you know, th this is actually like probably real artwork, not just, you know, the corporate artwork that they buy that you know, makes it look pretty, the, the prints. This, this, this looks real. And sitting there behind the desk is indeed uh, the priestess that you recognized before. Uh, I suppose you wanted to see me specifically, do you? Come, young Haven, sit. And she listens to a chair <laughs> oh, in front yeah. of her desk. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Um, nice, uh, those paintings, they look uh, original, not like the uh, not knockoffs uh, in the lobby. Not that the lobby is a uh, look... Uh, Shoddy or anything. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should just let you... Uh... I would expect nothing less from Haytham Hallward. In fact, someone with the marks that you received at such a fine university like Oxenbrook, I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't recognize such fine quality. Oh, uh, uh, I did take a couple of studies for art appreciation. Um, Indeed. It's that mind that I'm interested in. I'm going to... Extract it. <laughs> <laughs> we were all thinking it. Put on a platter and some sort of tube. Quasit babies, take his brain. <laughs> uh, the quasit actually left the room, so it's just the two of you. But uh, she says, I'm going to get to the point. I believe I owe you that for your help. I want to know everything you know. I suspect that a man of your academic nature has probably kept a very detailed notes during your time here in Feridon, and I want it. I want a copy of everything you have, as well as details of everything you know, and I am willing to make you quite the bargain. Oh, well, should I uh, start with the fauna or the uh, flora or the, uh, <laughs> the birds? I've taken specific notes. <laughs> Quite a bit about the sparrows, actually. There, uh, the, I thought this one in particular had gone extinct. But no, I found at least five of them on the south side in particular. <laughs> she, she grins at you and she's like, no, I want you to start with the cultists. Oh. I want to know what was in that Huh. What uh, book would you might uh, be? I've found so many already. I, uh... She reaches under her desk oh. and pulls out a uh, small wooden box. She opens it up, and from inside of that, she pulls out a sickle, and she slides it over to the table to you. She said, my offer is simple. You tell me what I want to know, and that is yours. I'll, like, look <laughs> at my own sickle that I <laughs> totally have on shit. my hip. 
Look at that crap-ass sickle you've got compared to that. I assume that's a magical one or something. Uh, it is. She says, <clears throat> she's like, obviously it's magical in nature. I believe you'll find it quite superior to the one that you have. It also has some other effects. I believe you'll find that with the right words, right command words, it'll function exactly as a staff of fire. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Play hardball. Get the and digits. And, yeah. and, <laughs> get them. And, and since you're going to ask later, uh, it's not a lesser staff of fire. It is the seventh level version. Uh, of course, as, when 2.0 drops, I reserve the right to, to <laughs> adjust however the rules may, <laughs> sure. may fit, but it'll be something comparable. Uh, so essentially, this is a plus one expert sickle that also functions as a staff of fire. Seal the deal by banging. I think that's Asmodian, <laughs> right? That's how I get a second staff of fire. <laughs> Guys, when I say I've, when I say I've got a scorching case of herpes, I've got a scorching case of herpes. I can't scorch you, baby. I have burnt so many pairs of pants right off my body. Oh my god. Too fucking shade and too shade. <laughs> Asmodian, you never. What you had, Asmodian. So she, uh. she never <laughs> flinches in the least, uh, and turns around and has a a piece of parchment that she rolls over and slides to you along with a quill and scroll. She says, "Simply sign the contract. Give me what I need to know, and the deal is made." Oh, so you know want to know about uh, that that book. I do. I want to know about that book as well as anything else that you gave to Mr. Carlisle. I would. I want to copy all of your notes. So just like the ritual book. Now that's the main thing she's asking that's about. But one. she says she wants a copy of all of your notes. So she does. And if you if you take a time moment to read the contract, that's pretty much what it says. Any of the notes that you have, any information that you've obtained so far uh, since you came to Faradon, you must divulge to her, and. Essentially, there's a clause in there that says, finds out that if you lied or if you held back information, that you, the contract is null and void. She will repossess the uh, item, as well as you will then owe at least one year of servitude to the Temple of Asmodeus. Oh, dear. It also says that you are sworn to secrecy about the contract and its details. Just tell her about our, our podcast yeah. link. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is an NDA. An infernal NDA. Yep. Mm. I suppose I should probably ask what happens if I say no. Then you walk out of the room. In pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably also ask why you're so interested in some of this information and how you know about one particular bit. Indeed you should. A man of your intellect surely would ask those questions first. Yes, and I'm asking them now. I thought that was a bit obvious. <laughs> it was. And a man of your intellect should know that such information comes with a price. Are you willing to pay it? Charging up front for answers, are you? Very good. If you would like the answers to those questions, it'll cost you one simple thing. Eight hours of servitude to the Temple of Asmodeus at a time of my choosing at a later date. <laughs> Can you go for eight hours? <laughs> I was going to say, she's, she's gonna break. I have a fort save of plus five. We'll see. Is it all at once, or can you break it up into yeah, like five minutes? Yeah, I was going to say. She's, she's, so, you're making a lot of midnight trips over there. And going home with a lot of disappointment. Yeah. She gives you another contract, and essentially it says in legalese, 
that at any point in time uh, in the, over the course of the, uh, the rest of your life, somebody from the temple, her first and, or her uh, designate or successor can at any point in time come in and for the next eight hours you pretty much are their bitch. You have to do whatever they say for the next eight hours. Hmm. Well, I hate them. Where did you get those strange whiplash marks <laughs> on the back of your... My mind's telling me no! <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you so choose, I will answer those questions and that is the cost. Oh, those sacrifices we make <laughs> for knowledge. Carnal knowledge. Knowledge. You've <laughs> only come here seeking knowledge. Things they <laughs> keep quoting the place. Things they yeah. wanted to teach you of in college. What say you, young Haven? By the way, she looks younger than you. <laughs> I assume that has some infernal. You take a long years. Of probably not. Years of probably experience. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose I should know the full details beforehand. So even if I say no to the other deal, I at least know. Those are two separate deals. You may accept or deny either one. They are not contingent on each other. For the listeners, meaningful looks exchanged <laughs> around the table. We're all very yes. You, could, you uh, could cut diamonds with the tension in the room right now. Some, <laughs> some sweaty water drinking. I was gonna say even is visibly much, sweating. You know that that has been rehydrating during that the gift of uh, Aaron Paul in uh, Breaking Bad, where he's just like sipping the water, like looking around, like oh, I don't know, <laughs> that's me right now. She looks very patient. Fine. Eight hours, you tell me precisely why you want to know what was in the little black book that I found in the middle of the wood. She, um, she motions to the quill in front of you. To the, to the letters flame as he writes them. She uh, goes over to like a bookshelf. She pulls out a book and she sets it down in front of her and it looks very familiar to you. Almost exactly like the one that you saw the cultists have. Mm. She's like, take a look. Is this identical to the one that you saw? And if you take a look and look through, uh, indeed it is. I believe I haven't signed a contract to divulge that information yet. Yeah, bitch. And then Alder leaves the room. <laughs> uh, fair enough. If you don't... <laughs> Alder wasn't in the room. But... <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, however, this does answer your question. This is why I want to know. Uh, to our knowledge, this is impossible. Gilgamark is gone. We know this for a fact. Yet, here it is. Here this is. Where did it come from? This cult has not been on our radar. It just popped up here recently. And this is very disconcerting. Asmodeus must know if this is real. We cannot simply let this stand. Right. You seem to be as uh, bothered by the idea as I do, or bothered. shall I maybe roll not, an insight no, check? Maybe, I mean, if you want to. Uh, maybe not bothered in the way that you are, but... This is extremely important. You must understand that Gilgamesh had almost obtained divinity. Yeah. 24 on a perception check. She seems very sincere. Beyond the normal, you know, priestess of Asmodeus never tells all. Uh, yeah. But beyond the normal indications of that, you don't get any indication. Aside from the inherent deceit. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's going to answer everything within the letter of, you know, the, the contract. Yeah. But she says, yes, if there's going to be another god... We must know of it first. I to get in on the ground floor. So if you have any information pertaining any potential new divinity, that is something that we will pay for dearly. Which is why I want to know if that book matches this one. Because if it's the same, it's not a coincidence. This one that we have perhaps was just 
fluke. But if there are more than one, then somebody believes it. And if somebody believes it, well, that's how divinity begins. So what you want to know is if there is more than one. That is what I'm looking for in your notes, among other things. We have other interests as well, and there's a chance some of them might align. But that is my most pressing issue, besides a passing interest in what Carlisle is up to. He does have ties to Faradon. If I were making a list of suspects, he would be first. He does seem to omit facts occasionally. Are you satisfied with my answers? Your answers lead to somewhat more questions sometimes, but... Indeed they do. I suspect more contracts might be involved to uh, answer further questions. I have plenty of contracts. And I've run out of ink. (laughs) (laughs) So, about the rest of your notes, how does that one interest you? How much of the father stuff is in your notebook? (laughs) Good question! (laughs) Outside Mm. as I'm perusing the (laughs) (laughs) plot. Something feels strange. You guys smell that? (laughs) Yes. Shiver went down my spine. Oh, it smells like betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, Hatham would have written down um, details about the the father being uh, declared as the chosen one? Probably not that part. Probably just like maybe little notes like I'm traveling with a weird priest. He doesn't seem to know what's going on, and I don't either. Okay, but so what? Hmm. You, what do you, What do you think, Hatham? Are you gonna? You gonna sign that one? In case you're curious, a staff of fire cast uh, burning hands, a fireball. Um, for, You'd be an it, offensive guy. It, it also uh, instantly ignites anything that you touch it to, like torches, fires, uh, things Cult like as that. Humans as, um, <laughs> as I believe up to four charges that can be renewed. Uh, yes, they can. Shit. I mean, that's the weapon of a that scholar. Sounds pretty and, wild. <laughs> and and all built all built into a lovely plus one expert sickle. Mmm. Man, that's sweet. Mm. Sweet, sweet loot. <laughs> I'm working against my own interest here, probably, but I'm like, damn, that sounds awesome. Mr. Alder, this is a plus two flaming sword. So, yeah, anyway, this one dude, like, he doesn't know who the god is, but he does it. Uh, the kid from the college. Mr. Alder, you haven't signed he's a contract. Got, he's got right? this. You, oh, my bad. Anyway. Yeah, so you need to. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're going to yeah. sign it? All right, uh, you, you sign it. And uh, she rolls it up, puts it away, and she says, please produce your notes. By the way, Zip. If, if, uh, <laughs> if in fact one ever, if Hatham ever gives me shit about robbing the corpse of a dead man, I'm going to be like, hey, who didn't, who didn't sign a deal with Satan to uh, give away party secrets? Uh, you'll, uh, you'll never find out. I know. Yeah, he, he, can't, he can't talk about That's it. Right. He signed an NDA. It, although one wonders, can she? Oh, you've signed well, it now. It's a little late to think about that. <laughs> you know your friend betrayed everybody. That's probably uh, in the terms of the contract, I imagine, uh, since we would both get a copy of all binding parts uh, of the contract. In, indeed, you may have a copy. Uh, it says that in the contract that at any point in time you may request a copy of said contract. It appears tattooed on your back. Yeah, yeah, they're going to brand it on you. Mm-hmm. but <laughs> I will request a copy immediately. And she produces it immediately. Does it say anything about her... Being sworn to secrecy, or uh, it, it, it actually it does. So basically, it says that this contract cannot be disclosed. Uh, however, there is a writer in there that it may be talked about internally uh, amongst temple employees. You'll never guess what I got the nerdy one to do. <laughs> <laughs> that thing I like. Sign. Which, which for the record, it says the, you know the, the same thing 
uh, for you that your acting agents uh, can be made aware of the contract, but uh, any acting agents must come and sign. So, I'm... S- <laughs> Just to dive in on the legalese here, I'm sworn to secrecy on what I've divulged to her, correct? Yes, yeah, so at this one time, everything, uh, that you, that every, every bit of that contract. So if it pertains to that contract, even in a tertiary state, uh, you are not allowed to disclose it. You're not even allowed to disclose that you signed that contract. So now your agent could, but in order for somebody to be your agent, that also gives them the authority to negotiate and sign for you. What about the other one? Did the other contract have any NDA, quote-unquote, on it? Uh, it did not. So you you can say that you signed that one. And discuss anything pertaining to that other contract, but not this one. Uh, yes, correct. Anything pertaining to the, as far as why they are interested in any information that she divulged to you at that point, you could theoretically talk about that. Okay. Just so we got it all straight. <laughs> Legal banter, the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> right. So like after hours of an intense negotiating, they're sitting there like breathing heavy, sweating. Like, was it good for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and by the way, she also motions the sickle. She's like, I believe that is yours. And she pulls out a book and puts it next to your book. And uh, she has like a, a quill that she sets out there. Both books open and the quill immediately being copying pages from your book as the pages slip very quickly. So for the entire battle oh. of Port Holbeck, you wrote Long Day. <laughs> you know, I can, I can also see uh, Hatham looking at that that quill and book that automatically <laughs> copy other books and just going, oh, God, was this about, is the hottest thing I've ever... He's throwing about the sickle to say away. that. Yeah. <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> right. He snaps the I sickle. I should have held out for one of those. <laughs> um, so the rest of you, the, the quasate comes back into the room and informs you that you have been summoned collectively as a group yes the okay uh on our way there Assyrian's just walking through like in the scene from like the dude walking through the mayor's house just <laughs> going around just taking a flyer straight to the pot just sniffing it and dropping it back on the floor <laughs> alder at one point found like the tr- like the tray of like pastries and like eh, i'll eat one he eats one and then like it refills magically <laughs> he's like grabs it refills magically and just kind of throws a few away <laughs> just to see if like it'll keep going so, uh, and indeed, uh, this is, that, that's what happens. So, uh, you guys follow the quasi? We do, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I hate them. The book, both books in front of you, uh, it only takes a matter of minutes before it's completely finished. They have both books shut. She grabs her copy in the quill, uh, puts it in a desk drawer, slides yours back to you, just as the double doors open again. And in the walk, you are three companions. Well, that was an interesting quill. Where'd you get that? Hmm very good question are you wanting to negotiate some more or are no. you done for the day i think i've had all the negotiating i can stand does alder hear her say that yes okay uh, noted <laughs> by the way gentlemen gentlemen thanks for joining us um i believe you have questions normally i wouldn't entertain a meeting without knowing its nature but uh since after you all you did help me out uh, uh you were quite quite fantastic in the, the battle, so I believe I owe you an audience. How may I be of service? Well, madam, uh, we just wish to express our appreciation for your assistance in securing the citizens and property of uh, Port Hallback. Uh, 
it was uh, uh, frankly madam uh, all um, everything we have heard um, the city would not have survived without your, uh, your 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 help and we we thank you it is fortunate uh, it worked out well I believe the temple here will be quite well served how did you manage to um, erect this temple in, in a single night oh it's very it's very easy this temple is mine it goes where I go mm. you know I, I've stayed many places I've owned a few hovels in my time and and yet they remain where they were when I left them uh, that's a neat trick uh, it is uh, you know the the power of Asmodeus is unlimited and service to him is quite rewarding should you wish to convert no. Feel free to come by and have a conversation, and such power could be yours. You know, I, I, I uh, th- thank you very much for the uh, offer. I, I feel I'm um, uh, doing quite well in, in, in my own day. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, you said uh, that I'm, I'm assuming you have questions. I will try my best to answer. But, of course, as an agent and Templar of the Church of Asmodeus, I, I am going to be limited in what I can and cannot say. Madam, given that uh, the church now has such a vested interest in Port Hallback, does it not seem strange that three pirate fleets conjoined to attack such a small port? Well, it is very curious. We, uh, we are much interested in that answer. As am I. I, I will be generous and give you uh, a piece of information. Normally, it is in my nature to bargain hard, but I will give you this one at no cost. Um... <laughs> Nathan looks seriously pissed right now. Um, Watch and learn, kid. (laughs) This this is this is (laughs) that is a question I have passed to other agents, who hopefully will find out an answer. It was quite unexpected. I did not uh, anticipate any uh, adversaries here. It's why I came quite unguarded. Oh, I imagine you're never unguarded. It's a valid assumption. Curiously, I'm currently wondering how many devils are currently invisible in the room, you know, hiding <laughs> up by the ceiling or something, just watching the whole proceeding. In the bed, like as Shireen goes over and nudges Hatham, like in the shoulder, does the little he's, How's the negotiating? <laughs> <laughs> I, I see you're sweating a whole bunch. Uh, 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 nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, small talk. Uh, just an uh, old friend of the. Uh, uh, Ah, that good. It pats him on the shoulder and walks over and starts like flip, like one of the books on the table and starts flipping over, just flipping through, not even yes, no, looking. Knew, knew a co- colleague of mine's father's cousin, second aunt, twice removed, and uh, we just catch up a bit from. Well, uh, gentlemen, I will yeah. say that I had hoped you would come by. I wish to extend an offer to all of you. Hmm. The church is very interested in Faradon. Should you come across any valuable information, I would hope that you would consider coming by the Church of Asmodeus. We will reward you handsomely for information we consider valuable. Some sort of info nocta. Essentially. What is that worth to the Church? It depends on information. No, I'm just saying coming to you first. What's that worth? You wish to negotiate... <laughs> for the contract. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to negotiate for just coming to you first for the option of acquiring whatever information we find. She stops and thinks and, and gives you a pretty serious stare down. Are you negotiating for yourself or the party? We should negotiate what that negotiation is worth. Let us have a sidebar. <laughs> 
My head hurts just listening to all this. <laughs> <laughs> Noted for the record. Sorry. So we did with Jack Tar. We could work out something similar with her. Like both sides and yeah. the middle. Well, he no, he wants stuff. She wants info. They're different. Also true. And, and to clarify, what we're uh, what we're offering here is um, that um, if we would choose to come to them first, it would be worth some sort of bonus. We're not guaranteeing we. Come no, no, first. just that if we have information, we would come give them first right to bargain. It's yeah, not. Okay. It's right. not much, I gotcha. but you know. Yeah, I'd go for that. I mean, as long as they, uh, as long as we still have the option of giving that information to who we wish to, based on the circumstances. Although that does obligate us, then it's like, well, we better get back. We've just done a, a, a job uh, for the old man, but we got to stop by her first because we've we are required by the terms of our contract to uh, to negotiate with her before we go report into the guy that hired us. I, I'm okay if the party says, like, no, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I mean, I like the way you think. Um, um, and, you know, I, I got to tell you something that there was a point before, um, oh, I don't know, a certain incident at the Ghost of Tower where uh, I would have been like, sounds like a great deal to me. There's a possibility of some profit. And now I'm like, Christ, I got to protect my ass. I don't know what's going on here. And so. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if the father's like kind of doing the no nod, you then, see, yeah. You see him thinking about it hard and maybe going, mm, kind of biting his lip, like, mm, I don't know. I need to think about it. So while you guys are having a little sidebar, she has written up a contract. And she slides it over to you to have a look. I haven't seen one of those before in my life. <laughs> Perception. That's a curious statement. Too, uh, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you think Haytham is telling the truth. Truly, remember when, truly baffled. Remember when you're you such a good to... lad, never agreeing to anything with a Satan lady. And the contract basically says that anything concerning the history of Faradon, anything concerning uh, the politics and divine politics of Faradon during the course of this next five years, that any information that you have, that you come and offer it to the church first. At which point in time they will uh, agree to negotiate fairly a fair market price for the value of said information. However, three times they can invoke the right to take that information for free and in return they allow you during that time frame one free resurrection Ooh. oh right Ooh. right up until that last yeah. word <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that last was... word where it's like maybe that's not worth it and all of a sudden oh no oh man yeah. everyone has flashbacks of all the time they've almost died <laughs> also clarification we uh, we're obligated. There, there are clause that says they can take it for free, three times. Information you can bring to them, they can choose to invoke the clause to take that piece of information for free. Okay. If they don't invoke it, then they have to pay you for the right. information. But the point is, is that do, does that mean if, if we come up and say we've got some information, they say we invoke the clause, you you have to give it to us for nothing. Yes. So as in like, it's not just saying you, you don't get paid three it, times. You don't get paid. It, it, right. Uh, hmm. And the, and by the way, this does this does uh, invoke for retrieval. So you, nobody, Ooh. somebody doesn't have to bring it back. This okay. This, this uh, lists that the retrieval that they will retrieve. This yes, they that's will. pretty fucking nice. Because when I escape and you three die, I can pick one of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm inclined to take the deal. I like how none of us disagree with the idea that you would escape the three of us die. I mean... It is known. We're all squishy, but also he tends to stay up front and, like, stab I don't, I don't know what you people are thinking about. 
slit all their goddamn throat if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tight knit party. They're like, we're really from, we're coming together as a group, guys. And then suddenly yeah. a priestess comes along all, and you're like, we're going to gut each other. All four of us are crawling away from whatever's <laughs> killing us and we're like stabbing each other just to try to get a little farther. I get to be the one. <laughs> Uh, Alder is super interested in the deal. That's a, that's a vote for yay. For well, you're seriously considering signing it? <laughs> well, <you? laughs> L- Listen, it's the only deal we've struck so far today. It's the second deal we've struck. What? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we made one with that French bastard. Well, that was that was earlier. That wasn't today. Oh, you're technically correct. Honestly, I didn't think we'd make it anyway, so... I mean, you guys would know that making a deal with a trading consortium and, you know, turning out might have consequences. Breaking a contract with the Church of Asmodeus. <laughs> Five years is a long time. Very though. serious consequences. If, if you guys are a no, it's fine. I'm not going to have a hissy fit about it. So um, let's take a quick straw poll. Alder's a yes, a Sheeran. Uh, <laughs> Sheeran's going to read the contract for himself. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you can easily do that. Uh, so Shireen's thinking, hey, them, uh, straw hmm. poll, yes or no? A little towards no. Okay. Right. Father so, Becker? Well, you know, I've got conflicting thoughts here, um, and they have to do with my particular circumstances, as you might imagine. You know, I, I, I realize that in this world, you know, we're all, you know, as players, we're sitting here in, in, in our world going, oh, deal with the devil, you know, that always goes wrong, you know, but, you know, I also understand that in, in, in this world, they're essentially lawyers and clerks right. and rule keepers and that you know that whole aspect of we're going to drag your soul to hell and torture you eternally that's not as much of an emphasis here you know i mean i guess it's lurking in the background uh, to a certain extent but but they're a, a part of society right. if you a will. lot of people sign a lot of contracts with with the church both directly and indirectly so you know they're often called upon to negotiate a lot of other contracts now they're notorious for you know negotiating very hard uh, making it very difficult, and honestly, a lot of things go their way. Yeah. They're, they're, this is what they do. They, you know, it's right. like it, it's like in a, your neighbor's a lawyer, and he said, "Hey, let's uh, negotiate where our border is." Well, guess what? They've got a leg up. Uh, so that's essentially what goes on here. But as far as you know, are a lot of people very happy with the end of their contract? Absolutely. Now, once again, no, nothing's ever for free. So sometimes the price is pretty high. But if you're willing to negotiate, you know that there have been nations rise and fall because of contracts that people made. Yeah. You know, you get them on your side. Uh, you know, you want to hire them as lawyers. Literally, straight up hire a barrister from the Church of Asmodeus to represent you. You absolutely can. Now, that doesn't mean that they are not going to require a year of service from you. And well, Lord knows what that's going to do. And, you know, nobody can ever talk about it. So nobody ever knows. Yeah. But uh, absolutely, this doesn't necessarily mean that you just signed your own ticket to hell. Right. Unless that was in the contract, right. at which point that you did. Well, and, you know, and, and, and then the other part too that i'm thinking of is the fact that okay l- l- what a crazy ludicrous idea the idea that a new god is emerging after all these eons i mean what a what a crazy thing surely this couldn't be the case on the other hand i mean i'm manifesting <laughs> powers every day and there's certainly some strange things going on and it occurs to me that um someone like asmodeus probably has a vested interest in and, and and I swear I'm thinking this without regard to what I as a player know has just gone on be- between Haytham and, and the uh, uh, and the priestess. But um, boy, you know the emergence of a new god might upset the celestial balance. And boy, is there anybody invested in keeping things on the 
up and up and the uh, straight and narrow and not, you know, disrupting plans and, and deals and such like that sure sounds like it would be as motives. And Haytham, uh, you are schooled enough to simply know that according to the Pact of Kasserat, which is what brought Asmodeus to the realm, that Asmodeus has full control over the evil pantheon. Basically means he is the evil. If there are any other gods there, they serve at his pleasure. And if any other anybody else tries to emerge, the rest of the pantheon, good, neutral, all of them, are forced to uh, try to, to stop it. So if another evil god tries to arise without Asmodeus's you know, knowledge or well-being, yeah. that the entire pantheon is obligated to help him stop it. Oh, uh, that makes me feel a lot better. So, <laughs> so the Jesus. two points, the That's father... That's right, Signer. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to give you that shit. That was the kind of thing I was hint, trying to hint at beforehand. Mm -hmm. So if I can interject, the two points the father would really want to think about are, one, do you think your god has a history in the old Faradun? And two, do you think your god's evil? I'm not getting an evil vibe <laughs> from him. Um... More and more these days, I tend to think it's, uh, I mean, if you look at the perspective of he's new or emerging, then it's um, not incompetence, but but he's, no, he's new to the job. Yeah. Well, because if he's not evil, that's not going to piss off Asmodeus. And if he has no emphasis in the history of Faradin, it would not fall into the contract. You believe that? Mm -hmm. your, your statement you believe to be correct. Yeah, like if um, A, then B. And. If it wasn't evil, you think Asmodeus might have interest, but nothing along the lines of interest as somebody who w were evil. If it's not evil, then I'm like, that's good to know. But nothing as and it, none of the existing contract or the pact do you know. Uh, neutral and good gods can kind of do, you know, rise and fall however they will. I sure would like a resurrection available there, but I'm leery about this just because of the circumstances. So, I no? I, I, think, I think I'm no at this point. I'm not saying I wouldn't reconsider it for the future, but I just feel I don't know enough. So there's a yes, a half no, a no, Sharon. A hard no for me, Sharon. All right. I think it might be beneficial to know what the definition of information is exactly. Stuff you know. If you have to ask, it probably qualifies. <laughs> <laughs> That—that's Bradley laughing, not Olin. <laughs> uh, by the way, she will offer. She's like, you seem. Hold on. I offer you all the contract, although you all need not sign. I warn you, your fellow comrades will be aware of whether or not you sign. Well, <laughs> madam, it's been a short amount of time, but I've come to trust these men's judgment. And it's a fair offer, but I think we're going to have to decline at this time. Having said that, there may, that does not preclude future endeavors where we share information. Should you bring me information, I'd be more than willing to negotiate at said time. Excellent. May I ask something, madam? Yes. Um, <clears throat> as a... Um, priest and uh, somewhat of a scholar of religion uh, here in the wilderness I, I, um, I see that with much regret you know that in, in terms of uh, um, scholarly pursuits you know there isn't a, a lot to be found but um, you know I, I like to keep myself um, oh gosh uh, you know uh, constantly learning about uh, about the faith and the faiths of uh, other um, <clears throat> deities and the history of the gods and that sort of thing um, and yet there seems to be so little resources in that regard uh, here in this port. Does the, the church have uh, resources in terms of lore that a, a fellow scholar and um, a religious figure might uh, be able to uh, peruse, uh, um, perhaps for a fee or something like that? Do you wish access to our library? Um, or, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'd be interested in, in learning how one obtains such access, yes. 
Oh, it's easy. You sign a contract. I sign a contract. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. And uh, well, I'm, I, you know, golly, what's the uh, <laughs> the terms of this particular access? Can I look at the contract? Only oh, our most trusted gain access to such dangerous information. Mm. Have we ever steered you wrong before? <laughs> but, but to be clear, you you have access to that here, like in your temple, as opposed to some temple back in. A higher level temple elsewhere um, on, on the continent, or not on the continent, but in the world. I believe the answer you're looking for is it doesn't much matter. Hmm. So it's, it's a lending library of sorts, your interlibrary loans, that sort of thing, your teleporting books. Or I could obtain any information you wish very quickly. Mm -hmm. Depending upon what I'm willing to sign away in the mm -hmm. contract, yes, yes, I think I perceive how that works. Um, well, let's just say I'm going to pick a topic here. As far as you know, it's a topic at random. Um, the uh, <laughs> How about the, the history of the gods? Yes, that seems like a, some fascinating stuff. Full uh, unfettered history? Well, that... <laughs> uh, uh, sure, Every, yes. Everything the Church of Asmodeus knows. That, that seems like that's a lot. Um, uh, but Concerning that topic. Yeah, yes, sure, yes. I, out of curiosity, what would the contract for something like that look like? And, madam, I, you know, I... I may not have the capability to, to sign it, but I'd sure be interested in seeing what your terms are. Hmm. Five years of servitude? Goodness, that's a lot. Um, yeah, uh, Madam, I appreciate it. Apparently, the price is too high. But, uh, but thank you uh, for considering it. Um, and uh, I'll, um, uh, Are there layman's books that I might be able to have access to that doesn't have the full knowledge of the Church of Imodius, but that are widely regarded as accepted texts? Not here. Ah, okay. The the Library of Kasserat has many texts in which I believe would be freely available to you. Yes. Uh, Perhaps uh, your your own temples have such information. <laughs> well, we're more of a practical faith, you might say. Uh, and, and so sometimes we tend to be a little bit light uh, in terms of our um, our sacred texts and histories. But, um, but again, thank you. Wonderful, gentlemen. Uh, do you have more? It's been quite the pleasure. Actually, two concerns. Mm -hmm. uh, Eventually, I wish to develop an area known as the Red Sand Shores. Uh, mm -hmm. My legal documentation, it has fallen in possession to my family based off servitude in, in the pre-collapse era. That would be the Bill of Smiley's, correct? Of course, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, eventually, if that land is developed, I'm sure we could work something out. Uh, the presence of an Asmodian temple is the presence of society, so to speak. Very flattering. Uh, so perhaps in the future we can deal with that. Also, does your temple provide storage? Could be arranged since there seems to be no banking institutes at this time fair enough uh it's not a typical service for us but we have uh we've stored many items well i, I just have two personal items we're going to be out in the wild and i'm concerned that maybe they will get lost uh fair enough uh will you tell me what the items are so i know how to properly price said storage like he uh and as always he's carrying the two blades mm -hmm. but he pulls the mother's blade out and then puts his ducal ring on the table she quickly pulls out another piece of paper writes up a quick contract and slides it over to you and it's mm -hmm. folded in half so if you want yeah. to read it privately I'll, I'll read it privately um you may uh but basically it says that uh during the time in which you are storing said items and up until the time in which you retrieve those items at any point in time you must answer one question fully and honestly when asked by a agent, by the <laughs> Templar herself or one of her agents. <laughs> like he, he writes an addendum like in private and slides it back. She, she agrees. Yep. 
May I just mention that our our judge is loving the shit out of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you ever want oh, to yeah. learn what truly makes uh, Rich happy, uh, it, it is it's playing the I, part of a priestess of Asmodeus <laughs> negotiating in the most I devious this manner. Would, this would all go much simpler, but like... Like you should see these guys when oh, like I, contract yeah, day. Yeah, no. Like we're what, shitting when we, grins. When we put out the price on everyone, I mean, you guys. Oh god, this is terrible. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like, it couldn't you, possibly you, resurrection. I mean, like her internal monologue is like, man, these souls come cheap. <laughs> Rich, there's another addendum on that, but we'll oh, talk okay, in private. Okay, fair enough. We'll assume that you wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll assume that we have that. Yeah. So once again, gentlemen, it's been a lovely, lovely day. I can't wait to see you again. Thank you again for your service to this place. Welcome to Port Hallback, madam. If you see us again. <laughs> uh, so My you guys, thoughts. once again, you're, you're allowed to leave just fine without any, mm-hmm. any trouble. And you walk back out into the nice, bright, sunny day with the salty air breeze. And uh, this is so much less any, impressive any, out here. Anywhere else you guys want to go? Any other? Uh, we bought a plot of land. We've paid for a building, mostly. Um, we've sold our souls to the devil. Uh, <laughs> I walked away. Sharon and I? No contracts signed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Hatham didn't sign So lunch? No, well, that's right. The three of us. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so just to clarify explicitly contract regarding the, <laughs> the book that they already have yes i am free to speak about anything regarding that okay so you signed a contract the one in which you received your your shiny new sickle which you have right hey, um, nice sickle by the way man that looks pretty so cool. uh for that they got to <laughs> <laughs> did you just create your perception yes check? yes <laughs> okay we'll get to that um so for that contract uh you turned over your book they made a complete copy of everything, mm-hmm. and for the sake of having said it, she asked you a few follow-up questions about that, and well, you, you know, you answered. But pretty much everything that was in there, so she pretty much knows what happened up until now from your viewpoint. Um, and for that, you can't, you can't talk. Okay, but point blank, I can talk about them having a copy of that cultist book. Yeah, there was no NDA on that. Okay, so it's, I don't know, make up an amount of seconds after we get out of the building. Yeah, I mean, you guys can wander down the street a little bit. They have a copy of the book. The book. They have a copy of it. The bad one. They so, got a copy. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Time. Slow what down, lad. What book? Which oh, book? the one, you know, the one with the hacking. You did it right to pieces. The information that we copied out of it? Bad yeah. with the cult and the resurrection. The well, cult uh, kids hmm. and that the kids. You, hmm. you mean the one that has multiple image? Well, it has an image of my holy symbol. If I recall, it did. Yes, and oh. they presumably, uh, presumably oh, no. They, uh, so they affirmatively yes, a uh, one copy uh, in that how. building back there <laughs> in the office we were in. Father Becker, we now have what's called a serious problem, as you were inside that building with your religious symbol on you. <laughs> yeah, I don't hide it because yeah. didn't think it mattered. So, uh, gentlemen, relax. There's an awful good chance that the Church of Asmodeus knows far more about your deity than we do. And if it was a serious threat, well, they would probably have gotten rid of you already in the three of us. So, how, as of right now, we appear to be valuable. Let's maintain that. How'd that come up? Did you see it on the shelf or something? I recognized the binding very distinctive with that little uh, bookmark leaflet. <laughs> uh, so, what did you do with your new sickle? Uh, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Murdered some vagrants in the street to test it out. Well, if I put it next to the other one, it's like, uh, you get a new sickle? Like, that, that is quite the nice blade you've acquired. 
Oh, it's the same old uh, acquired wind I've had this the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Insight. Yeah, I think we're going to do... Do we need an insight on that <laughs> one? I think we've already seen I, I, I do not. <laughs> no, you don't. You, you don't think you do. Well, I don't know what it costs you, but tomorrow we'll teach you how to use it. Uh, we'll... Cost me nothing about it uh, yes, since yes, I lad. got here off the boat. Yes. My favorite sickle. <laughs> <laughs> actually, if the judge if the judge says, okay, no, you got to actually roll for it. But I recall making fun of him using that sickle because <laughs> he was horrified by how how much blood, you know, and, and the awfulness of it. And so I think I'd recognize if it was a different one. Yeah, I mean, I don't really would. Uh, I mean, Alder already made the perception check. So, you know, you're like, wait, that looks different. Um, because, you know, this this is obviously a very nice uh, sickle, and the rest of you would eventually notice, especially if Alder would be like, "Did you notice the new sickle?" Maybe the old one, a bit of the polish, with my time off from the adventuring. Mm-hmm. Some nice teak oil on the handle. I mean, Alder's been carrying a magic blade around for quite some time now. He kind of can, like, yeah, that's that's about comparable. But yeah. he's serious. Like tomorrow, we'll start teaching you how to use it. All right, we're next, fellas. Anywhere you want to go, or is that covered for you? Well, just a, a final oh, thing is, I'd, I'd like to uh, swing by. Um, I'd like to see if there's a place where the orphans, because uh, I said there probably are a few now, and if, if there's a place where they're being cared for or whether they've been farmed out to, um, you know, different families or something like that, if they, maybe make a contribution or at least spread some little cheer if possible. That, that is essentially what happened. Uh, they, initially, they were kept in the infirmary, but at this point in time, the infirmary's pretty much been dispersed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are still injured people, but they, were, you know, they went back to their homes, their tents. Uh, you know those, so uh, other families have have taken them in. So you're able to locate them, you know, without much trouble if you really wanted to. But yeah, some other kind of because there are families here. Some people just kind of show up here in a whim. There's a fair number of laborers who kind of brought their families with them because they didn't really have another choice. Uh, so some of those families just got larger. Okay, well, and and I mean I figured that. And if it's a situation like that where you have to go around to individual you know homes and stuff, I was more thinking if there was a centralized location where there are a bunch of you know, poor children that are, you know, mourning, I, I'd maybe try to do something. But uh, if, if they're all, you know, being cared for, then uh, I'm not saying I won't make a donation later on, maybe to each of those families well, or you, something. But You do know that the uh, Paladin Halandra, she, she's the one who organized that. Mm-hmm. She went and, you know, basically did like detect evil on people yeah. and like, hey, would you introduce him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look good of heart. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, good, good. Yeah, let, let that Paladin take that. Actually, let's go mm-hmm. talk to her. Uh, it's okay. not. It's not a terrible idea if we can try to find it. Okay. Um, yeah. She. She. You know, the place where their temple is going to be built. Uh, there's nothing there currently but a tent and you know, like a little campsite. So uh, that is that is there. And uh, indeed, she she's there as well. She's speaking with some other people when you walk up. So you know, it might behoove you to be polite and let them finish their conversation before you walk up. Uh, but some townsfolk she's having a conversation with. Nothing seems untoward, but. Um, you know, it's not. It's a little rude sometimes. You know that that gif of Jordan Peele sweating. Yeah, <laughs> hate them right now. <laughs> Let's go talk to the paladin. He's like, yeah, we should do that. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, huh? All right. Well, I'm going to talk to the paladin. Line. So yeah, she she acknowledges you after a moment when the other folks start to, to walk away, and um, she's like, "Gentlemen, uh, thank you." Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Well, I understand that your deeds have in, uh, for certainly enriched the, the people of Port Hallback and uh, helped save the town. 
and on behalf of the church and the worshipers of Tardis, I thank you. Oh, well, it, it was nothing but uh, uh, just a little day in the life, but I made the explosion. I mixed all the powder together and it went uh, Anyway, how are you? I heard it was quite a sight. I really only heard it. We were uh, pretty knee-deep in pirates at the time, but uh, uh, but yes, again, it was messy work, but uh, it was necessary, so thank you. Actually, madam, we came here. Uh, it's kind of you to, uh, to laud us, but uh, that said, we came here to thank you. Uh, stories of your valor and, um, and frankly, um, your effectiveness in, in terms of uh, of um, dispatching pirates um, has certainly been much the talk of the town. Well, you're welcome. I am fortunate. My 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 deity offers me many gifts, mm. and I have been very grateful for what he's allowed me to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, it's an inspiration, and it's appreciated. Uh, this battle clearly would have gone a different way uh, had you not been present. Um, and also not uh, had a great deal of foresight, um, if I could be so bold, did your god provide you with a vision uh, to let you know that the uh, there was an attack that was imminent? You and I'm I'm sorry, your father Becca, right? Yes, yes, uh, so Father Becca. So you are, you are a clergy. I am, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, which, I, I'm I'm sorry, I I didn't think to ask, but which of the gods do you worship? Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I have to tell you that uh, my god is uh, is great and, and mysterious, and um, I am not uh, able. Uh, to say my deity's name uh, in public at this point. Yeah. She gives you like the Spock eyebrow at mm-hmm. that one, where it just kind of, uh, kind of raises up. She's sure. Like, okay. It, so she's is she scanning me? Um. It, go ahead. Not at the moment. Okay. <laughs> because um, all right. If I, if, if you think it would be apparent that she is at some point, if you'd let me know. She she is not magically scanning. Okay. You. She yeah. is. You know, she's giving you the eyebrow and probably giving you a good look over, but she is not. She, okay. She's yeah. not using any. She's taking my measure. Yeah. Any uh, particular ability? She's like, um, well, then perhaps you're not learned in the dogma of Tatis, but. I know the basics, madam. Uh, I know a, a, a god. Go it's ahead. Not, it's not visions. It's not visions. I just I just know. And she looks over at Alder. She's like, sailor. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, it's almost kind of a question, kind of not. She's like, like which way is north? He, point, he, he points he, north. He pointed, like, yeah. you just know it. You just know which way is north. And that's how I know. Sometimes I just know where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do. And that's what I do. I follow. Sometimes you know when the storm is coming. <laughs> exactly. And I knew there was a storm coming, and here it was. Of course, I have gone through many years of training, but, uh, you know. And she looks back at Father Becker, and she's like, so if you call that a vision, uh, then to your understanding, yes, but that, that's not not the way I see it. it just, uh, I just know it. It makes sense. I, I think I, I understand. Uh, so you suffice know. to say, I, I, I believe my, my, my God wished me to be here, and here I was. You know, my God manifests in many mysterious ways for me, myself, <laughs> as a matter of fact. So, of course, I, I could appreciate uh, these uh, these uh, messages mysterious as they are. Fascinating, though. Madam, if you'll allow me a professional interest, I'd like to see it. Older. Ex- you excuse- filthy bastard. Slap. She like gives you the excuse me, like and he like he's got his sword like on his side and he like pulls it out mm-hmm. and kind of like wraps it and like I imagine she can tell a magic sword when oh, she yeah. sees it. Oh, because mm. she, she's giving you like a really serious look. Like, am I about to kick this motherfucker's ass? Uh, and then she realizes what <laughs> she your decides. The answer is yes. What what you're after? So she's a 
Ah, okay. So, and her greatsword is on her back, which, by the mm-hmm. way, she's in her full play. Oh, I, uh, you know, like you can. You, as far as this point, you guys have not seen her wearing. And I mean, at this point, she's she was like six six. Yeah, she tall. Like she's got like half a foot on Alder, probably a mm-hmm. hundred pounds, and a way heavier armor. So she pulls her greatsword out, and um, she does like a little flip of the wrist, so it turns over, so mm-hmm. it's hanging down. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, this this is a big sword. It's sized for her. This is not what I would call a large grade sword, as in like the designation is large. Yeah. But at the same time, it is sized for her. It's got a very wide blade. So she takes it as though to hand it out to you mm-hmm. and lets go of it, you know, kind of in between you, and it hangs in the air. Fascinating. She and she motions to you. Like he'll 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 grab the handle and like mm-hmm. like have the, the blade like kind of running along his forearm just to mm-hmm. kind of look at it. Now you now, are now have one arm because you're trying. Yes. To play. Uh, so when that happens, mm-hmm. uh, initially as you're kind of drawing across your arm, you you hear a hum, almost like a tuning fork, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. And once you kind of get the blade down towards the end, the blade begins to sing, and I'm I mean literal song. So it is a a wonderful uh, think like an Irish tenor voice. Yeah. It, it's a male voice, but it's it's also that very high, um, very lofty tenor voice, and it is singing a lovely sea shanty. One of the few like truly uh, romantic sea shanties. You know, they don't tend to lean that direction, but this is a fairly well known uh, romantic sea shanty where a sailor is professing his love for the sea, and it, it just comes out perfectly clear. When the moon hits you. <laughs> 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 he uh, he like flips it, puts it uh, the handle back toward her. Uh, like, it's a, it's a, an exquisite blade. As I said, my 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 God gives me many gifts, and this is one of the more interesting ones. If you have a need of a spying partner, let me know. <laughs> she kind of gives you the really look. <laughs> okay, and that's it. Any other questions for the the paladin? <laughs> <laughs> And again, she's actually not terrible looking. So, like, I'm going to see if you guys get this reference, but the the throwback, um, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the big Russian lady? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I climbed that. So think of that. <laughs> for, that for America. That she, well, she's probably even, like, bigger and broader. Wasn't she in uh, Rocky? Yeah, that's, that's Bridget Neal. It's Bridget yeah. Okay, yeah. But, so she's probably even a little bit taller and a little bit broader, but... Uh, think something along those lines. If it's 80s Bridget Nielsen, I mean, that's pretty good. If it's like 2019 Bridget Nielsen, I might have to well, I make mean, a she's, hard pass. Yeah, she's not that old. She re- she really isn't. I mean, you're you're thinking 30, somewhere in that neighborhood. So she's not young, but definitely not old. Well, then, lunch? Yes, um, she, I could go for some uh, She nods. Some good day. And good, off you go. Good day. Uh, anybody else you guys want to see? Or you Is there any NPC we forgot? I mean... I think we've talked to everybody. Uh, uh, we've talked to Jacques, everybody we've met, Paladin, and then some. We met some new people in the process. Carlisle, we've talked to all of them. At this point, we can talk to that uh, the old guy's kid, but I don't really think that's a anything. Rasmus, yeah, uh, you've seen him several times because he was kind of taking charge a little bit, uh, but at this point in time, he's re- returned to the estate, and they're kind of getting back to construction. Which, by the way, the construction progressed a lot while you guys were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is far more. There than there was before, but a mansion that big takes all. So we're thinking like three weeks for the house instead of a month. <laughs> uh, well, he's not the one you paid, but uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're very efficient. Well, frankly, gentlemen, I'm hungry and tired and in need of libation. Let's say we go find uh, food and drink. 
Okay. okay. I think uh, it's a solid plan. So uh, I want to give you a, a piece of information nobody ever really completely thought to ask, uh, but I want to have said it. So nobody asked who's all on the council. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> the entire fucking town's on the council because nobody was there for three days. It's a lot easier to say who isn't on the council, and it is us. That is not true. Just a couple of people were gone. Uh huh. All the important ones. It was the important ones, yes. Which uh, apparently isn't us, you know. Just, just so, uh, and by the way, this is still referred to as the temporary council of the Free City of Port Hallback, uh, meaning that there is in the charter a, a certain amount of time they got to blah, blah, blah. So, currently it is, lo and behold, you're never going to guess this one, but Craven Carlisle is Jacques. one of the council members. Uh, your good friend Jacques Da, uh, you also just spoke to another one, Halandra, is indeed on the council. Uh, uh, there is another person who is also fairly new to town. Her name is Lady Serene Avica. She is a half-elf aristocrat, er, sorry, aristocrat from Bropfia, which... Uh, Haven, you might recognize that because that is also the continent that you're from. Mm. Uh, Oxenbrook is on Prophia. <laughs> there is also another male. His name is Iolus Quinric. He is, uh, like I said, a human. Did I say human? He's human. Yeah. And he represents the Red Lion Mercantile uh, Organization, which is another trading house. It's a little lesser known. They, they're, they're the snooty ones. Whereas uh, the Moon Maw, is, they're just big. They're, they're the Walmart of the trading consortium. Shit, we signed with Walmart? <laughs> uh, Actually, that, that's that's a lot of problems right there. <laughs> they're everywhere. But like Red Lion's a little more boutique-y, but they're, they're, you know, they're, they're fairly well-known also. Uh, they tend to deal in higher-end goods. Ooh. Uh, but the, this is someone who was here. Ashir, are you going to dibs him? <laughs> nah, <come on. laughs> but, Free game, everybody. Those are indeed the current five council members. Guys, that's how you get ahead in an RPG. You pick an NPC, you develop feelings, you bang her, him, or whatever, and then you, know, you get stuff. So to clarify, the priestess is not a member of the council. She is not. Mm. Yeah, I don't think uh, any representatives of church would be allowed, right? Only under very rare circumstances could it happen, but for the most part, no, because this very firmly against against the pact. They can't be in charge. All right, so we have to run Haytham. For the election. <laughs> for sheriff. Called him Old Sickle. I mean, you laugh, but <laughs> sheriff has power. <laughs> okay, one other piece of information that got thrown out there that you uh, didn't jump on, but hate them. You probably would know this because, once again, that you're a learned man. Um, she was referred to, the priestess of Asmodeus was referred to as a Templar. Uh, much like the Catholic Church, there are very specific titles for, for you know, being you know, like bishop, archbishop, so on and so forth. Well, a a Templar is someone who uh, works outside of the normal hierarchy. So instead of somebody who is in charge of uh, an area or a city or a town, um, they they move around and work for you know specific interests of Asmodeus. So they show up, uh, you know, when the big shit's going down. They're kind of the uh, investigators, the problem solvers for Asmodeus. There's not very many of them. There's only a handful, um, and they're they're scary. These, these, these are the people that nobody wants to show up and you know, get, get involved because they, they pretty much uh, deal directly with Asmodeus' representative here and sometimes directly even to Asmodeus. So like this is somebody who could potentially get an audience with Asmodeus if hmm. need be. So yeah, the, no. So no. The, the fact that there's a Templar here, now you're like, oh, that's why everybody's nervous. 
I mean, I, props for dating up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of pieces of information that you guys uh, you guys probably caught. Your character's caught even if, if, if you guys didn't. Uh, so you guys return to uh, the Carlisle State at some point? Yep. I would say at this point, yeah. Did, mm-hmm. did you have any follow-up questions for Carlisle or... Um, he said he'd be back with goodies, so we're waiting for Christmas. Okay, no, that's fine. So, uh, indeed, you guys get back. We'll say it's later in the day. You went for lunch. You had a few more chores, a little more going around town. A lot to check out and a lot of people to see. Bar crawl. But, but most of them weren't uh, as important as NPCs. I mean, and at this point, Alder's going full on, like, making friends, trying mm-hmm. to gain influence. Exactly. And lunch probably took you a while because everybody wanted to buy you a drink. Everybody wanted to thank you, so on and so forth. You know, so a lot of conversations had there, especially if you guys were very w- open to that. So you're probably there a long time, uh, plus the other things that you want to do. So it, uh, it's late. Alder is, and he'll spend time being like, the heroes of Hallback are the men and women who defended it. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. like glad handing and kissing Lobby babies. Running yeah. the mayor. So you guys make your way back to the tent. It's a little before dinner, but not far. It, it's that awkward point where you guys ate lunch a little late and mm-hmm. then you stayed there so long that you're not hungry for dinner, even though it's about uh, dinner time. And you guys get back to your tent, and on your cots are some uh, wrapped up presents. When I say wrapped up, they're wrapped up in the cloth. Uh, Father Becker, you wear breastplate? I do, yes. Mm -hmm. So if you unwrap yours, Mm -hmm. underneath there is a um, tailor-made plus one expert breastplate. Oh, ah, yes. I I roll initiative. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very happy. So in yours is also a plus one expert studded leather armor. Mm-hmm. And a plus two flaming sickle. <laughs> yes. He's like, how did that get in there? <laughs> Three sickles, <laughs> only one to go. Um, Alder, you also get a plus one expert breastplate. It uh, nearly matches the father's other than this is tailored towards mm. you. And for Asherian, how about some level two bracers of armor? Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> nice. I was about to say, huh, what armor you're going to give nice, me because nice, I can't wear nice. it. <laughs> Uh, for your record, that is plus two AC. Okay. Didn't we have a bracer of armor? Yeah, we had a uh, plus one bracer of armor, which you gave to me. Okay. Then, so now it's a two. Oh. Will those stack? No. So who can wear a plus one bracer of armor? Uh, <laughs> pretty much nobody can. Assuming they didn't change that in any way, uh, it's all armor bonus. But, that, that, you know, it's an item you have. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can barter it for something. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe Jock will want to have a magical item. And, uh, gentlemen, that is going to conclude chapter one of the return to Faradon. Yeah. So congratulations. You, you lived lived to the end. Uh, we're going to do a couple of things from here. So we're going to upgrade to Pathfinder 2.0. Yeah. The the full version. So, uh, make sure listeners, you guys tune in next episode because we are going to, we're going to take a little time and go through that conversion as well as kind of talk back over, uh, chapter number one. Before we move on to chapter number two. And uh, so as we convert, uh, we may have to make some updates or some upgrades or some interesting choices. But while we do that, you guys are all going to get to go to fourth level. Woo! Oh, yeah. So you know we can upgrade to interesting characters then. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I mean, you three. I'm I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the first chapter of The Adventures Vault. I hope you have all enjoyed it. Uh, I know we've had a lot of fun getting to this point and tune in the next special episode while we do upgrade to pathfinder 2.0 we advance our characters and uh, we get ready for uh, chapter two and all the fun that's to come there huzzah yeah yeah